0: than most better than most critical cool takeoff he
1: falls into the pit he's gonna get spat out oh my goodness please make welcome the ball and all
2: podcast james tiger woods beric
1: eckerbarts and the king of speaking in the third person steve condor condo condon
3: Uh, in the shed, it's Breakfast Radio, 5.55am, we've got uh, uh
2: Woody, is he definitely still wear asleep and we've got Satsbet off the bench. Morning boys, how are we? Good to have you mate. Hey Satsbet, big news this weekend, you got a 50 k up.
0: 50 k yeah. So Gold
2: Coast Ultra, yeah, you're, you're well, running it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> fucking hell. I forgot to tell you that. Uh, yeah, so Sunday this week, it's a Gold Coast, I um, forget what it's called, it's uh, essentially 50k's from, um, wow. yeah, so there's um, about four or five of us that are heading up this weekend. Early start Sunday morning, get it done, and come back for uh, 50s. Uh, have Sunday. you run fifty oh really? k before? No, no, never done it. So forty two is the max. So look, I suppose I spoke to a phrase. One of the boys has done it before, and um, look, if you, you know, you can walk a little bit of it. You can kind of, you know, just take it easy. The um, Cliff Young Shuffle will probably <laughs> uh, come out. So um, yeah, we'll see how we go. We'll, we'll talk about that uh, <laughs> next week. I'm looking awesome. forward to. Good luck, mate. To you. Well done, thanks boy. boys.
3: Yeah. Man. Uh, yesterday, Barnsley, um it'll be out in a couple of days But we had Brad Smith in the shed um, With uh, Jolie, our soccer expert who we'll cross to in a sec I'll tell you what I didn't know he could do Was rap How good was that? He can rap What was the song again? It was Eminem, wasn't it? Was it was
2: Eminem, yeah I'm not going to give anything more yeah. away Have a listen Because he's uh, I didn't know that But also appreciated the work ethic it takes To go from small town Lennox Head to Liverpool And the sacrifices and commitment it probably took him to get there. I I did the stats. I think he's one of only four players to be born in Australia to play for Liverpool. So it's Craig Johnston, uh, yeah, it? Well, he's and, not born in Australia. And the funny thing is, he's there not born. So it's, South Africa.
0: Um, but it it is like that, mate. Yeah, it's um sort of balls to the wall, like like Craig's, in the sense that the whole family kind of invested in what he was doing. Over well,
2: there. well, he makes the comments that
3: uh, very early when we talk about that that if his brother, who was seventeen at the time, didn't really want to go. He probably never would. They probably never would have went as a family.
0: He's probably working for Ballina Shire Council or something. Well, his like mum and dad owned, ah, his mum and
3: dad owned the Ballina Pool Shop at the time. Had a house not far from where we were uh, on North Creek Road. Sold everything and went. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's a good huge story. Huge really huge huge good Yeah, and a great bloke. And and he'll be returning here at some stage. He's bought property around here. He's uh, he's got an English wife from Liverpool. Kind
2: to move back to the area, and yeah. I'm sure he'll put back Barnsley. Oh, he will put back, mate. He's just so down to earth, and I think the uh, Blue Devils have signed him up on a carton of beer. The so a huge transfer Coley. fee. <laughs> Coley signed him up. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a bit, bit different to his uh, his
3: transfer fee when he signed with Bournemouth. Yeah. Anyway. Swooping magpies. Yes. Is it the story of the? W- is it the story of the week? Yeah. Or, and, and it's Way probably
2: up. the story of the state. It's huge. It's
0: huge for small town Linux Head, mate. Our family were on the edge of our seats. Like I was Kate getting texts from your me. wife. Yeah, she's going, how, how good are they going? Are they winning? Have they won? I'm like, what are you talking about? A she look was at sending. The it. Can, yeah. can you keep us updated, Connor? Yeah, yeah well, I haven't
2: yeah. had a score update. And I said, well, I don't have one. <laughs> no, thank you for keeping everyone in the loop, Connor. Because it big, it's big fruit. Like, I don't know what people don't understand. I think you can relate to it when it's in your town. But Lennox Head Public School, 61 years have been in existence. They've never won a state title in anything. Uh, this is the first And to do it in such a small school, statewide comp, everyone plays cricket. And they had to win, I think, ten games or nine or ten games on the trot to do it all over the state. So, and they won, I think, three games on the last ball, pretty much. So it was just one of those. Take us through that last game. What
0: was uh, what were the takeaways?
2: Yeah, so obviously I was just hearing it from afar, but uh, I think we played one of our worst games in the final, ironically. But we um, we managed to get it done. It was against Warrawee, a manly school. But, um, but not... all the Range Rovers and everything were yeah. there. But um. Not not uh, not with the bat. I mean, no, we we're okay, yeah. one thirty. But I think I think we'd probably played better sides in the lead up and we'd let it get tight, you know what I mean? Oh, but that's okay. one of those yeah. things. But every one of those kids, it meant the world to them. My son's on the plane yesterday and he's got his medal on. It's two days later. And my missus wrote a letter, wrote a little thing, slipped it to the hostie, and the pilot called out his name and the whole school, the swooping magpies of the state champions. Oh, mate, his face lit up like a Christmas it's tree. It's, it's up on our social media. <laughs> I could, I watched, I've could, watched it so about good. 20 times. Yeah. I couldn't stop laughing. No, nah, to, all, to all the kids, mate, it's... Yeah, it's a phenomenal achievement, and to think too, the other school that won the girls was Wellington Public, that's my wife's school, there's a teacher there, she's been there 33 years, Liz Jeffrey. she's won 10 state titles with girls cricket, and she's been in the semis nearly every year, and you think to yourself, 33 years, she's done more for girls sport in a, well always a tiny town, it and is, yeah. um, good to see, I think mrs caught up with all the mob there, so they were all there in town and, and fired up for it, and what a, uh, what a win for Wello Public too. So, so good. yeah, the Swooping Magpies. NBN's coming to the school today. The kids are fired up. They're going to get on the news tonight and uh, couldn't think anything better for it. It's great. You guys will realise it, um, but you occasionally get something in the water with
3: a year. And uh, uh, we talked to Brad about it yesterday because uh, I witnessed uh, those guys win a 4 by 100 Jay Meaney, uh, Chris McElhacken, Lockie Cray and Brad Smith when they were at Holy Family in primary school. And they won a 4 by four by one a four by one hundred relay, and they broke the state record that I'm pretty sure had held been held for fifty odd years. Hasn't been broken since. Like occasionally it happens. Yeah,
2: yeah. if Woody and Melling had gone to school, I reckon they might have won a surfing <laughs> title. <laughs> I reckon they would have won a lot if they went to school. That was a problem. You had to go to go school. school.
3: Um, around the grounds, well, uh, first up, let's uh, let's dial Jolly in. Uh, he's pretty excited after the, uh, after the Aussies' performance and the games that uh, are going to proceed this weekend, including Morocco getting through. So we'll get him on the line. Righto, we've got Jolly on the phone. Uh, Jolly, you'd be very upbeat. I don't think you've slept for a couple of days. You watched the Aussies' fantastic performance. Straight to the point. Can the Aussies do it?
1: 100% they can come. In. They've obviously grown through the tournament, got better and better mm. as these games going on. More belief in the group now. Um, so they obviously believe that they, they they deserve to be there. So I think they can get a result. And argentina has got a bit of pressure. They've got sort of, you know... Just say, uh, just say they go down on nil and then all the boys start thinking, oh, shit, it's Messi's last World Cup. There's, there's so much pressure. On them guys compared to what there is in Australia, yeah.
2: nothing to lose. Condor. it's yeah. a good place to be in. Yeah, if they
3: if they start watching the scoreboard. Second question: Your pick, uh, Morocco, real outsiders. They've got through this morning, so they're into the into the uh, into the next group group of sixteen. Uh, they'll probably end up with a pretty good draw. Can they go on? Because we're all <laughs> on them.
1: Well, I think they can because they're a bit. They're sort of they're doing better than Australia, but they're they're in that similar sort of you know vein of form that they're. they're they believe they're there, they've got some really good results. So, you know, in these tournaments, momentum's a massive thing, Condo, and I reckon that they've got they've probably got more momentum than anyone in the whole World Cup. Like they've you've got your good teams like France and Brazil who have done well, but in terms of momentum, you know, France lost to Tunisia because they rested players, whereas Morocco are just sort of just going from strength to strength each game.
0: Jolly sats here, mate. Just uh quickly, who's your uh, tip to take it out?
1: I reckon Brazil still, mate. They they look like they just look a, a little bit so a class above. they um and I don't think they've been tested yet. So they're sort of just they've just been in cruise mode. I don't think we've seen the best of them yet. So I think they play Senegal tomorrow or late yeah, tonight and then I think once they qualify I think we'll start to see sort of where we're really at. But I think they're still the best.
3: Right, I will check in uh, I would say Monday after the Aussie six AM Sunday. Um Cause probably the biggest upset in World Cup history.
1: <laughs> Come yeah. on, boys. Imagine, imagine sending is... Messi home without a World Cup. Oh, <laughs> it, it could be a riot. You feel a little bit guilty almost, but you got to do it. Nah, fuck him. We're going to beat him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See you, exactly. mate. Love your work. So See you,
2: So Sunday morning, 6 a.m.
3: We 6 are on. Yep, and if you want to have a look at the odds, the, uh, the Aussies are paying $16 in a two-horse race to win. What are the argy bargy oh,
2: 110. Wow. Jesus,
0: so, yeah, it'll be a tough uh, mate, game. Mate, like, that's
2: huge odds in a two horse race it's at ridiculous. pressure. Like if we get, if we can get to time, like we can keep it tight to yeah. the fifty and sixtieth minute, the tension Argentina yeah. are going to feel is like yeah. nothing else. It was exactly the same as what um, Denmark went through the other night, all over us, and then all of a sudden scoreboard, look up, have to win. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah.
3: Well, I think in, uh, I think from memory, I think the Aussies were paying six dollars fifty in a two-horse race against Denmark.
2: And now we're at the 16. Yep.
3: So, um, yeah. So, and uh, I, I listened to Mossy on, uh, I can't remember where, where it was yesterday, and he made the point that everybody sort of said, oh, you know, the Aussie started nervously, blah, blah, blah. He said, that's not no. the case. He said, their game plan is to hang for about 50 to 60 minutes and keep the pressure on and keep it to zip-zip and then see if they can jag a goal.
0: Yeah, watching the Argies yesterday, they just set up so well. They just get in your half and they just pass it around. You just watch Messi just changes his angles, and then bang, just like that, they'll have a crack at you. Their, their two goals yesterday were outstanding. Yeah, yeah. And they just come from nothing. They just set up, set up, set up, and then bang. And, Look, there's, um,
2: there, I don't think people can be surprised if it ends up being 4-0 it, it, against us. Like, I don't think we can... That's the class Auntie, of going to win. No, yeah. I know that, but I think people have got to be... Uh, this is... For us to pull this off, that's kind of what we're up against. We're up against a team that should beat us that yeah. comfortably. And if we were to pull it off, oh, far out. I'd be doing backflips off the
0: couch. I, I'm in a slight <laughs> predicament. Uh, my friend Keith Pickett and I, we've got um, argy-bargies to to win the whole thing. At 100-1, uh, to one. we got on them. Oh, Jesus. one of those <laughs> bets. One of those <laughs> <laughs> crazy bets. Whether it gets paid out, I, I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> so it won't get paid out. Probably <laughs> <laughs> not. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, on, to, uh, on,
3: on to the golf last weekend. Uh, we sort of, uh, I suppose, um, put a bit of a prelude in on Cam Smith's performance on Monday's Experts. But uh, outstanding. Uh, come away with a win. And probably more importantly, have a look at the celebrations. Those celebrations at the Brecky Creek Hotel. Have you seen it? No. Uh, you haven't seen he's it? Had a, he's had a good crack. Yeah. So he so he took all his mates. Um of which one now lives with him in the US, and they all just went straight to the Brecky Creek Hotel. He had all his gear on, didn't even get changed. They're all just in the public bar having schooners, and then it comes on on the news, (laughs) his win... So all the boys, so he's he's got a schooner. So no, so all the boys get him up on his shoulders. You gotta have a look at it. It's pretty yeah, funny. He's
2: done it. he is all time. That is that is one of the greatest public bars anywhere in Australia. That was at Brecky Creek. Oh, it's old school. It's still the got the right old next tiles. To the highway yeah, there? yeah. It's got the big night. Like
0: Cam Smith. What a bloke! Like that whole that whole PGA event. I yeah. think believe was built around him and coming back for him to then hang on and do so well playing so poorly that front nine and win it. Um, Was just outstanding and having a thousand bloody sponsors things and everything
2: on no
3: sleep flat out that Mm. week. Yeah, and I think this weekend, if you if you turn it on over the weekend, it's actually a first Australian Open where they've got men and women. Saw that. Yeah, Yeah. so it's alternate groups. Um, So that'll be really good watching the women's uh, the women's field is really
0: strong. Some good watching over the weekend. What's your thoughts just quickly, Konda The, um, you know, the live golf model, how they do the shotgun start mm. versus the staggered. I reckon that shotgun start, there's just something in that. The golf days we've played in together and, you know, the hold and scramble growing up, like that shotgun start, there's just something about that where everyone's playing at the same time, kind of don't know what's happening. Everyone finishes kind of relatively. Time. Yeah. Like, I think it's fantastic
3: if you've got good TV coverage, yep. which means you, they've probably got to spend more, which is what Liv's trying to organise at the moment is a TV deal. So once they do that, if Greg Norman's still in in the in the role after Tiger coming out the other day and saying, Greg Norman, get rid of him, he's got to go. Um one of our one of our guests, Matt Formston, have you seen the footage this week of uh him surfing at Cesar?
2: No. Unbelievable. Him and uh is Dill Longbottom? Yeah, yeah. Dill Longbottom. Dil, Dil Longbottom it seems like a champion bloke. Yeah. But Matty Formston, for those who don't know, he's got three percent of sight. So he's 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 blind. And Matt, I've put the goggles on of what he can see here in the shed. I couldn't even see my microphone. Wow! That's I was like, st- it was just a faint shadow. And that bloke is out at Nazaré. That's the that's the biggest wave in the world. It's the biggest mm. surfed wave in the world. There at um at just off the coast of Portugal.
0: Yep. What do you, did it get to? Twenty foot? Do you, oh, do you it looks solid. Did it it, it, it
3: solid? looks bigger than that. What he surfed.
0: And like, how do you? Does he do it? So he's just got to trust the guy that's towing him in. Well, but if you watch him yeah. surf
3: here locally, he's got. Someone basically calling the shots, so he can hear. Yep. I, and that's the thing that I was trying to work out watching him on that wave at um, Nazaré. Yeah. He, there's no. He'd be so far up the face. There's. He'd just be, like, you know. Well, he's blind, so he, he just would be going by himself. Imagine yeah. the feel. Like, because you, you wouldn't be, be able those to hear
0: someone and their boards on those big waves, and how much just like, all the nuances and the chatter and stuff and the balance. Like for him to not see anything that's coming, but just go by feel is just. Unbelievable.
2: Yeah, get on his Instagram account, Matty Formston, and check it out because it's pretty inspirational.
0: I know he was doing a lot of, like, breath work before he went. You'd see him around doing some some of that sort of co 2 tolerance stuff. Like, to think that he would not know what's coming and not see what's kind of holding him down or how long he's going to hold his oh. breath for, it just must be petrifying. Like, yeah. you know, you, you wouldn't get many blokes that would go and do that with, you know, full vision, let alone 3%. So it's yeah. just outstanding. Yeah. Tip of the hat to him, mate. Mm. Far out. Is anyone
2: watching the cricket? Yeah, I did watch a little bit last mm. night. I um I tip my cap to Steve Smith. Twenty oh. nine Ty's Bradman. And whatever your thoughts are on Steve and his um eccentricities, what, what is, is it? Eccentricity. <laughs> he's quirky, he's quirky. He, he is suit, quirky. He's super quirky, yeah. But there's no doubt about how much of a quality of batsman he is and to tie Bradman at 29 is a, uh, an outstanding effort.
3: Michael Clark is an enormous rap on him um, and he I've listened to him talk in detail about him going away, coming into that T20 World Cup on sort of the deficiencies of where he was sort of falling over himself a little bit and what he, what he went away and, and uh, rectified. And he called it about probably three weeks ago. He said, this guy will go off. Uh, during the summer. I think I, I, I sort of sense Michael Clark was probably doing some work with him and he said he will go off against really good attacks or, or poor attacks and that hundred and fifty, my
1: God. Yeah cracks and, and, and cracks. Tip of the shots. hat to Marnus as well. Marnus, sure, yeah, and yeah, poor 200. Travis head bold for
0: ninety nine. Yeah. The Draw, I think, was paying from memory three high threes. I reckon the West Indies, the West, well, draw for the game. So, oh, for the draw, yeah, for the draw, right. three, three high three. So, um, they're none for seventy odd day two. Is that the end of day two? Yeah. So, see how today goes. But I reckon that's a, an outside chance. Draw. Yeah. I
3: wonder if um Pat Cummings and Justin Langer have had a chat.
0: They've said they've smoked the peace pipe. Have Justin
2: they? Langer with a few of the players this week. I I haven't seen it in person. Uh, I just heard them mention that on the commentary. Um. Hopefully that's happened.
3: Yeah, hopefully it has.
2: Uh, righto, uh, we're on
3: to our first-time caller, long-time listener, and <laughs> this one, this one—I don't know where this one's come from, but it's pretty bizarre. But anyway, we're gonna we're gonna run with it.
2: What hey guys, like? Freddie from Federal here, first-time caller and a long-time listener on the podcast. You've been touching on some of sports' greatest moments, and there's been some phenomenal characters in the conversation. What sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? Who do you want to see running on after six beers in front of 80,000 people? I know who I'd pick. Well, Freddie. Uh, Freddie. I was hoping he was going to be Frankie Fredericks, the great Namibian runner. <laughs> but sadly, it's Freddie from Federal. He
0: he unique he's a unique dude. Does he DM you fellas and stuff? like? Do, uh, he, do yeah, you chat that's, with him? That's he's how quirky, the question,
3: dude. Yeah, he's very quirky. Um, I'm uh I'm trying to get to the gist of his question. I'm, are we thinking that it's, you know, like a rugby league game where someone's playing, they come off onto the bench, have six schooners run back on and play? Or that is could it, be your take on it. Okay, well, if that's, my, if that's a take, I'm going to run with that. The person I'd like to see do that
0: is Victor Radley. Wow. Wow, he would come out. and. So I, I'd like someone. to see
3: the Roosters-Broncos game from last year when it got very spiteful. He gets pulled off. He, he, chugs, four he chugs down four schooners. And then says to Trent Robinson, right, I'm ready to go. Let Put me, me back on.
2: <laughs> Let me rip. Is there anywhere you go with it, Sats?
0: Well, look, I took it as um, the celebration after, uh, from what I gathered out of it. Um, so, how, how loose they get. Like, I'd love to see the, uh, the, the socceroos just. Um, Basically win the World Cup and just go on an absolute tear <laughs> through Qatar. <guitar, laughs> paralytic for a few days. In a, um, in a place where you can't drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> Carnage. What, what about boxing? I, I, it's like Fred Brophy's
2: boxing tent out. You remember those yeah. carnival shows? <laughs> You've had 45 schooners and you go, well, I'll take I'll on the it. heavyweight. <laughs> <laughs> Whack.
3: Well, Freddie, I hope we've answered your question. I think we <laughs> Thanks, have. Thanks,
2: Freddie. We've done our best.
3: Okay, so the homework review this week is, uh, is a deep dive into the numbers for the World Cup. Kondo's done the review. So on Sunday morning when we run out, our salary cap for um, our squad is, tops out at about uh, 80, 90 million, and the Argentinian one tops out at
0: Oh I don't know, Maybe 4, or 500?
3: 980. Yeah. So we're 10 percent.
0: Far oh, yeah. out. So, is that would the the Aussies expect to have a, a price increase based on the, the how well they've done this this tournament? Do you think? Like, oh,
3: I think they'd just be looking for international contracts, wouldn't they?
0: Yeah, you got to hope that guys players. like uh, yeah,
2: I think you know a guy like Harry Suter. If you're sure, a, if you're a top up. English Premier League club and you want a big human at the back who can stop goals, like we've Jolie was saying yesterday, it's our first scoreless. We've kept a uh, score sheet. Yep. Wow. To Fine. zero. So, you know, and he's a big player. that same with Matty Ryan, the goalie. He can't even get a game at his club at the moment. So you've got to think that these guys' stocks are going up. Do they have salary caps, those clubs? Or it's unlimited? I think it's pretty much unlimited now. It's kind of gone th- where it's just a rich playground and they, uh, they just have a crack. Nike is the biggest, uh, biggest, sponsoring, uh, biggest apparel name to
3: sponsor. They sponsor 13 teams, um, topping out with France for $60 million um, France
2: contract. It's got to be a lot of jerseys and stuff sold to recoup it, or do they even care?
0: Well, I don't know. It's got to be the biggest platform for marketing across, I suppose, any, you know, across the world in any sport, uh, And over so, four years. And over yeah. four years. so
2: Nike only target the biggest stuff. They exactly. don't, that's why they don't even touch rugby anymore. Well, it's one of the reasons well, they got out of golf clubs. Yeah. It yeah. just doesn't make it money. Yep. So, so, you know, yeah, the numbers. Yep.
3: Uh, Bappe, highest paid player, 128 so He's mil. a Frenchman. You're yep. Killing, yep. Yeah. yeah um i think the the one for me is beckham beckham gets paid 277 million over 10 years as the ambassador for the host nation
0: so beckham turns up does what four weeks three weeks worth of work and you're saying he's going to get 27 million a year for 10 years
3: yeah i'd say there'd be a lot of lead-up in the four years prior when they were actually announced as the host nation. Yeah, David needs it too, mate. He's struggling. He, he'd be struggling. His
0: misses doesn't work. And, you know, <laughs> he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> His
3: misses doesn't work. Um, the next, the next <laughs> one for me is uh, 1.8 billion gambled on the World Cup, including your 10 bucks that you had we, on Argentina. We've got a few bets lad. yeah. <laughs> and I think the last one is, uh, what do you reckon the host nation has spent over the last 10 years to be ready?
0: Like on stadiums and, yeah, Infrastructure. They haven't
3: paid their workers, apparently, have they?
2: <laughs> Maybe
0: a cu- couple of bill?
3: 220
0: bill. Wow. Say, say that
2: again. Sorry, 220 billion.
3: 220 billion in the last 10 years to build stadiums and all the infrastructure.
2: Wow. wow. The stadiums, I'll say this, I haven't been over there, I
0: haven't experienced it, but they look incredible. Oh, they look amazing. They look... Like, the only thing for me is after these events, yeah. you know, with these stadiums and stuff, like, you they, look just at become, the, they just become these kind of just unused basically shells of, of, you know, stadiums and stuff. Like, I just don't – is, there, is there, there a need for it beyond this tournament, the, that amount of stadiums? Yeah, it's a huge thing for every country that
2: hosts a major event, whether it be the Olympics or the Soccer World Cup. It's like, what do we do with this stuff after? In Australia, we're fine because we've got the multitude of sports with which to be able to, you know, allocate teams and play these games. But I look at a country like South Africa that hosted the 2010 World Cup and – they had cracking stadiums already and they had to build new ones in order to attract the soccer world cup and now they've got two awesome stadiums in one city where no one plays in like one mm. of them's just an eyesore so it's a it's a huge question
0: but on that Barnesy what's the benefit so why is a nation do you want it if you've got to go and spend 220 billion is it worth that in terms of like do you get a return of 220 billion
3: i've got no idea but the only thing i'd probably raise is it's probably it's probably sports washing <laughs> yeah getting money out of there i would imagine
2: um, get off. Uh, sorry, uh, balls deep this week, Barnsley. Oh well, there's probably we, we've. I think we've named them all in around the grounds. You go through socceroos. it, the Socceroos, mate. From what they've done, and I also think Graham Arnold deserves a shout out too for what he's done. The, the flack he copped in the lead up. The Heedy he copped after the first game and the so-called tactics. He's it, yeah, and now. Paid off for him, mate. And I think, you know, Brad Smith, when he touched on him yesterday, really raved about Graham mm-hmm. as a bloke, just a top-quality Aussie guy, has the player's best interests at heart. Seems like it's a really yeah, that, relaxed that environment. was his rap, wasn't it? Just yep. a, he just said, a great Aussie.
0: I, I saw he yeah. came out and said, we've done nothing today. Like, as if we've done to get out of the pool, who cares? So he's still thinking, like, let's go, we can win this, let's keep going. So, you know, if he's sitting there going, oh, this is great, amazing, boys have done so well... You know, you're probably thinking, okay, well, are they just going to be happy with that? Yeah. He's thinking, let's go, we can beat the Argi So
3: I think it's interesting too. I've heard him speak a few times in interviews prior and during the World Cup. One of the big things that he's insisted on that squad is zero social media. Phones away, don't read, don't go back to the hotel, don't watch watch the, the the games you want to watch. Just don't read about yourself. And you know, I mean, imagine if Graham Arnold was reading about himself because he copped it. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be doubting. So, um, yeah, no, nah, I think he's uh,
2: he's right up there, like Matty Formston for charging Nazareth and um, Magpies, and the Magpies, then. mate. That's uh, <laughs> mate, they deserve that little accolade for those kids today. So, yeah, get on the news tonight and check them out. I don't think we have got a balls up this week. No, I um, but I do think my um, my wife's effort yesterday in Sydney in the middle of traffic, trying to get the uh, rental car back at 12 o'clock to beat the fine that you had to pay. Oh. So she's racing back. You would have been going, come
0: on, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hurry <up." laughs> Barnsley didn't yeah, want to pay the me. fine.
2: <laughs> I, think, I think she was feeling my stress from yeah. Sydney. And anyway, she's, she's driving along and she's like, it's 5, to, oh, 10 to 12, and she's racing through botany. Then all of a sudden in the back seat, my daughter yells, "Mom, I'm gonna <laughs> oh, no. going to vomit. She's gone across four <laughs> lanes up on the island. There's like, it's backed up like hundreds of metres behind her and my daughter's just power vomiting all of the donuts and macas and shit she's eating on the thing. Everyone. was your first
0: question. Did you make it? Did
2: you make, <laughs> did you it don't worry about Tilly. Oh, my missus has covered 400 fucking beefs. She's flipping the bird at everyone, saying, fuck, beat it, you wanker. And um Why don't poor we little have daughter's, videos buddy. And, and she said she she ripped around that corner into the thing a couple of minutes late, and they gave her, it's a half an hour grace period, so it was all good. <laughs> oh, I love that balls-up, Barney. That's a fantastic one. Uh, Lest uh, less we forget. Yeah, a couple of sad ones here. Um... Dotty Weir, Scottish international, played 61 tests for uh, for Scotland in rugby. He, unfortunately, was struck down with motor neuron a few years ago. Uh, tragic, and terrible oh, so disease. So same as, what, Rob Burrow? Yeah, Rob Burrow in leg. Those two are actually really good mates um, and obviously suffered it together. But no one's done more than those two in raising awareness and funds for that disease. So uh, really sad. It was big news over there in the UK. So sad to lose him, mate. And the other one... Uh, and the other sad one uh, Fleetwood Mac One of the great bands Of all time um, Stevie Nicks Obviously the lead singer But Christine McVeigh Did a lot of the songs For them as well
0: Loving you
1: Is the
3: One of the great bands. Yeah, Love one them. of the great bands. Sad go loss. Go your own way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep, take us home, Satsy. <laughs> go your own way. Righto, final oh. word. Uh, Woody is not present. Uh, he de- uh, We have uh, alluded to Woody's question that sets Brad Smith off in uh, in Brad Smith's uh, interview, which will go up in the next couple of days, is all time. And the, and the answer of Brad's is it's probably up there with the Hugh Grant
2: yeah, in a different light, reckon? but yeah, it's uh, it, but, it's but, one of those surprise ones yeah. where you go, really?
3: Yeah, have you listened to that podcast? <laughs> that
2: was the
0: Hugh Grant. Grant funny story. Fucking yeah.
2: Of. So if you haven't listened to that one, that's Buff Farnell's podcast with us. It'd be episode two on that one. It is right up there with one of the greatest stories we've heard on the
3: Righto, show. Right, Satti, you're up. Final word.
0: Well, I would just like to wish young uh, Reese Lawler, well, when I say young, he's, he's older than me, but uh, he's a uh, local Lennox Head fella. He's he's heading over this weekend to compete in the Bustleton uh, try, the 70.3. Okay, Reese Lawler, yeah. rightio, I've never and, heard of him. Uh, really good bloke. His um, son's in uh, Winston's rugby team. He's heading over to do the, so it's a 3.8 swim, 180k ride, and the 42k run. Uh, and if he qualifies He gets into Kona For next year Oh really Wow So
3: he's he's like Really serious
0: Yeah But see the thing about him Is he's he's got a job He's just an amateur um, You see him running All the time Really really good fella And um, basically Was saying the other day Quite modest But reckons he's A good chance of, of Kona uh, and I was just going to ask you just quickly a couple of questions. So uh, as a, as a night's tragic, uh, oh. I, I know that you're, uh, look, and forgive me, forgive me if you probably don't want to talk about <laughs> You'll this, most, but uh, mate, just quickly, how's it going down there? How the session's been? Um, I know you've you've um, word on the street, my spies out of Newcastle are saying it's, um, Adam's the coach, but you're the sort of the, you know, you're the man, <laughs> <down laughs> <That> the idiot. <laughs> but uh, no, on a serious note,
2: how are they going, mate? Yeah, mate. Boys are working hard. That's yep. one thing I think. If you're a Knights fan, you can be assured of the fact that the boys are putting in. So yep. um, that's a good thing. Whether I'm having any effect on them remains to be seen. Well, uh, the only way is up, though, because can you improve their goal kicking? Because I think last year they ranked last. Yeah, and a lot of the stats. Um, yeah, we weren't great in the goal kicking or just general play kicking. To be fair, so uh, yeah, it's definitely an area of the game that they've looked to. Uh, look, they've seen as a, a part that they want to improve and drastically. So. Um, yeah, that's up to me to try and uh, help these guys out, give them a bit of technical things and, and do my best on that front. But at the end of the day, it comes down to them as players and individually how hard they want to work and how much they want to buy into it. So, you and done, Satsy?
0: My last question is for the Satsbet Markets. <laughs> yes, um, on oh, Satsbet Markets. What do – where do you think I need to put the market around a try leading from a kick from either Daniel or Jacob Saipi <laughs> <laughs> Are you working with those? Mate, bikes? they haven't <laughs> given me
2: them yet. But I can tell you this, I really would love to see that. As actually, that might be my goal for the year, is to get a kick off a prop. Mate, and, mate, to be fair to those two, they may be the two that do it. They've surprised me, like, in terms of their fitness levels. Like... They were beating the backs the other day when they were doing their their fitness stuff. They
0: shocked me. They are big humans. Are they leaders, mate? Are they within that group? Are they? Do yeah, they yeah, yeah, for
2: sure. And they do a hell of a lot off the field in chari- in terms of charity stuff as well, which people don't see. Yeah, so, awesome. um, yeah, tip of the hat to them there. But big humans. I reckon rugby missed a couple of good ones there. Yeah. Yeah. Round
0: 15 next year, uh, <laughs> Broncos versus Knights. Where... Uh, we're, we're watching it, you and I together. Who are you going for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for a uh, a last tackle option
2: where the uh, Saifidi pops a little outside ball to his brother who puts it on the toe, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> goes, storms through and scores underneath the post. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Final word for you, Barnsley. Yeah, I'm going to do a shout out to all your teachers out there because if one thing's brought home to me this week with the Souping Magpies is how important teachers are in... Inspiring the next generation of kids. Played a huge impact on me, the teachers I had. Uh, so to Lee Rob who took all those kids this year, um, shout out to him, but more importantly, teachers everywhere. Giddy up.
3: Kondo's final word is pretty simple. We're going to uh, back up on the NFL. Last week we got the Miami Dolphins home. This week we're on the New York Giants with two and a half start. See you on Monday. Giddy up.